last summer, I woke up one day and looked at our message request and it was Miley Cyrus in our inbox. <gasps> yeah, exactly. And we were like, what? Yeah, so our message name was like, is this a prank? And yeah. I was just like, oh my Holy God. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I had to like Instagram search for Miley Cyrus and it was real and it was really crazy. introverts, extroverts, and everyone in between. I'm your host, Chelsea Heaney, and my guests today, that's right, it's plural, my guests today are the brilliant minds behind Trippy Tuesday, an online store that sell beautiful body positive candles in the shapes of gorgeous women in all different body types. This incredible team only started making their candles a few months ago and have already had amazing success. Please welcome to the show Ruth Prada and Sam Bokma. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining me from the other side of the globe. How are you guys today? Yeah, we're good. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, thanks so much. Um, we're good. Yeah, we're good. It's a nice autumn day outside. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. I always remember, like, you know, opposite side of the world, different times. I forget that it's different seasons as well, which is like, it's an obvious thing. But yeah, it's super weird because you guys have like a summer Christmas. We do, yeah. Yeah, that is that's crazy. That's crazy to me. Yeah, that is. Crazy. I have family in Australia, and yeah, and seeing them celebrate Christmas is like super. <laughs> yeah, we have a Christmas song um by a like kids group called High Five here, and the song is called Santa Wear Your Shorts. <laughs> <laughs> the hot summer, yeah, hot yeah. summer Christmas. Yeah, I was <laughs> saying to my sister the other day, the one thing I hate about us having a warm Christmas is that we miss out on the Christmas sweaters. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's true. Because yeah, you guys have amazing Christmas jumpers, and it's just way too hot for us to wear any. Do you have anything else that you wear then instead of Christmas jumpers? I mean, not really. Like you have like the dorky dad shirts. True. Like my dad's got a t-shirt which um is Santa in his sleigh, and he says, "I've got a flat," and one of the reindeers is like passed out on the floor, and it's just <laughs> like. Yeah. Like cheesy, cute stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're here to talk about you guys. So, can you tell us about Trippy Tuesday and and how it started? Sure. Yeah. So I guess it started kind of right at the beginning of lockdown, the first lockdown here in the UK, which was around March. March. I think it was the start of March. Um, and Sam had actually broken her ankle yep. literally like a couple of days before yep. um, out the back of our house. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> she was kind of like sofa bound. Um, and Sam's like pretty like creative with her hands. Like she did a lot of kind of embroidery before. Um, so she was kind of looking for a project to kind of keep her hands busy while obviously she was out of action because of her ankle. I was just kind of lying on the couch as lockdown started and um, we uh, lived together, Ruth and I, in a warehouse in London with a lot of people. So I just had everyone gathered around me. And one day I was just looking at Ruth and her uh, most recent tattoo that she got and that I really liked that she drew herself. Um, and then I asked if I could make an embroidered T-shirt out of that, and that's how Tribute Tuesday started because we started embroidering clothes and hats. Yeah. Um, with designs, uh, Ruth's designs on them, um, 
and that's how we that's we started selling them to get you know yeah. some income because yeah. we both lost our job uh oh, because yeah yeah and so it was something to do for me with my hands but also maybe to see if we could you know do something else yeah. um so we really started with our embroidery which went okay yeah yeah like most of it was mainly like to friends that we kind of sold our items but like all of our friends were super supportive so it was really nice um and then yeah one day Sam kind of came to me and was like oh like I had this idea I've seen like these body candles um online why don't we have a go at making them and like our mantra has kind of always been like if there's a project that you want to do just let's just do it it doesn't matter if it's like going from embroidery to like candles even though they're quite (laughs) different yeah let's just see what we like to do and what we're interested in in that moment and just flow on any kind of creative idea that we have and it worked out pretty well (laughs) worked out okay I was gonna say I I broke my foot um a couple years ago actually twice in one year and um I just sat on the couch I didn't come up with a fantastic business idea so (laughs) you had a much better experience of breaking a bone than I did (laughs) <laughs> the circumstances altogether were just somehow perfect, you yeah. know. Yeah. Don't expect to break your ankle or a pandemic to happen and then for that to lead to quite a successful business, but that's and what we, happened. And we always like every day we wake up and we're like, we're candle makers. Like, we're candle makers. <laughs> <laughs> that's really crazy. crazy for us. Like that's something that personally I never thought I would be doing. Never. So no. it's crazy, like, yeah. Yeah. But we've made it work and it's super fun and yeah. yeah, we love it so much. Yeah. So your candles, like like you said, you know, body candles are a thing that have been coming up on the internet quite a lot yeah. recently. And since I started following you guys, the bloody Instagram algorithm has been showing me more and more ads. Yeah. 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 But they're all such unrealistic bodies, right? They're yeah. so skinny, huge curves and like, standing in this weird way that nobody ever actually stands in which I think is what makes your guys's so good can you talk about your candles and what makes them unique yeah so I guess that was part of the process of when we kind of realized that this kind of candle trend was happening we were like why not make them body positive or body normative because what we see we saw these candles popping up everywhere and we felt it was almost a little bit offensive to the way that we portray women and of course it's always been this way but we suddenly thought hey what if we just kind of you know give some give the candle people what they want in a real way you know we're really lucky like we were saying before we live in a warehouse with quite a few other people about 14 other people and everyone that lives here (laughs) very creative so we're really fortunate to live with a 3d designer yeah so she evelina she helped us actually create the different body types like from scratch so if yeah like personally obviously like sam can do and i can do a little bit but to have that like skill to be able to create something like a 3d render yeah like, through that process of like getting it 3d printed and then making the molds and making the candles is something like super fortunate yeah so again it was just kind of like a little bit of luck and a little bit of circumstances aligning in all the ways because suddenly we we wanted to make this product and we thought we could do it with a 3d artist which is our friend and just lives with us yeah yeah Yeah. 
it's really crazy. I don't. No one else <laughs> you know, has experience, and will have to outsource their ideas. But we are part. We are able to be part of kind of every step of the process, and she can just come and ask us our opinion, and we're just all in the room together, and that's really fun and obviously really special, and not something yeah. everyone has access to. That's pretty incredible. Everyone should just live with their entire artistic team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we literally wouldn't be where we are if it wasn't for our housemates. Yeah, so, this is true. Yeah, because like even just not even just their skills, but just like the general like vibe of like creativity in the house is super inspiring. So and everyone's been so positive and wanting to like help us out. Our other housemate, for example, is a graphic designer and designed our logo for us and helped us with that because she really wanted to be involved and it's been really fun to kind of have so many people interested right here in the house yeah. you know yeah absolutely. and we can include our friends and everything which is really lovely yeah. yeah that's so cool and so did you guys know anything about the candle making process before getting into this did you figure it all out no, we didn't. We nothing. <laughs> nothing. I remember the first day we got our wax in and we had made our molds because we make our molds ourselves from the 3D prints that we get, um, which obviously we never made a mold before, yeah. which is also an interesting process that we learned through watching YouTube videos. Um, and then I remember the first day we got our wax in, we were just at the kitchen stove together yeah. and it took forever because we did it wrong and I don't even think we did much yeah preparing at the time and we were just using like a little corner of our living room yeah um and yeah super just new to it like trying to melt wax over the hob getting like all our cutlery with wax all over yeah. it the house wax all over it yeah like messing up this little tiny little corner in the yeah. side of our house um so yeah and then it kind of obviously as we did more and more we understood more and more and like more research online and there's actually so many things like resources online yeah. isn't there yeah um so but we've learned I feel mostly by just doing it a lot and yeah. it's it's pretty straightforward if we're honest so yeah. um it's not been it's super quite repetitive hard. Yeah. yeah so like once you kind of have your formula down you just kind of have to keep doing that yeah but yeah it's kind of like making the mold and then making the candles like they're two kind of separate jobs mm -hmm. parts yeah yeah exactly um, and then they're like packaging up, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want to talk a little more about these models. Like you said, your your one of your housemates helped you make them. Was it um, like designed off a specific person, or like where did you get these body types from? Um, I guess when we first started, we thought we'd do two different ones, and we gave. Um, our 3D artist Evelina some freedom in that we were like can you just have some fun with it we want to have them modeled after like real bodies we'd like to have a plus size figure and I think um, what we're mostly using is artist references that you can find mm -hmm. online so we're using real bodies and then also um, we're looking at our own bodies where how it like bends and where the rolls would fall yeah like the, natural, the natural kind of postures that you have like you mentioned with the other candles like 
they're always stood in that really kind of like yeah unrealistic yeah curved way so we were like obviously like if you're just standing upright you would never really stand like that so yeah yeah, like the process of looking in the mirror and like understanding how we like move and sit um and that's yeah. really fun to see what she's doing on the screen and then she'd be like, oh, but how would it go? And then it to actually transform into a real person on the screen. It's really yeah. crazy. Um, so, yeah, we use online reference pictures that you can find and our own bodies, but it's definitely all modeled after real bodies. Yeah. yeah. And it's so cool because, like, it is so realistic. And one of the things that I love is that – so you've got four yeah. different – um shapes out now but they're not just different sizes they are different shapes which I think is really important because people often talk about size but you can be the exact same size as someone but be a completely different shape to them yeah Yeah, for for sure sure. and that's one of the things we wanted to highlight as well because obviously uh, often women's boobs are different sizes yes you have like your roles in a different place or yeah exactly that some people have bigger bums some people have flatter bums so yeah it's just we really wanted to kind of try and sort of do a broader kind of range of body types with like yeah real expectations and Mm -hmm. real representations of what a body looks like Obviously, we haven't hit all of them because we've only got four, but it's fine, yeah. (laughs) It's a long process and it's quite hard and it's, yeah. Um, You want to be inclusive, but yeah. We will. We will be. We'll get there. But we also want to give every new body type that we bring out the appropriate amount of time to be new and on the platform, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. I love you talked there a little bit about like how women's boobs are different sizes. And I think this is something we don't talk about enough. Because I found like the bit of weight that I put on in lockdown just all went to one boob. And now one is like an extra third of the size of the other. I know it's such a common thing. And I feel like like so many of my friends have it and so many of my friends think it's an issue or yeah something like that and it's not it's so common and yeah yeah, with lockdown as well like yeah bodies have been changing and I think yeah it's it's hard to kind of get into that mindset to like accept yourself but that's kind of something we've always wanted to like push Mm -hmm. yeah that's really cool so can you talk me through your candle making process how does it go from the mold to the finished product I guess the candle we have a bunch of different molds um we would start by taking out all the candles from the night before uh you have to most of the time clean out the molds because especially if you use a darker color it seeps into the mold and um stains it yeah how many Um, uses do you get out of one mold um so we uh, we don't not not quite sure yeah like most of the molds we've made have kind of are still with us like a lot of the ones we've made like two or three months ago we still have they obviously do get a bit more loose as like time goes on and sometimes like if say for example one of them's like leaking a bit like over time that will just kind of get worse and worse and worse but it's pretty like robust mold so you can definitely continue to use them for a long time yeah especially because we've just made a lot of molds so that we can make more candles in one go so we don't have to use them at first we only had two molds and we made i think 200 candles just with those two molds now we have 20 molds yeah you know 
it's different now. Exactly. But we have retired a couple months. Yeah, yeah. Since sure. we started in June. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So yeah, once you've got the once you've cleaned out the mold, that's when you have to like thread the wick through, um, and center it. So make sure that the wick's going directly through the center of the body. So we've poked a hole in like the head, the the top part of the mold. Mm -hmm. You string the thread, the wick through it, so it's always centered, I guess. Yeah. And then you put a piece of uh, a rubber band around it, so it sticks together. Yeah. Um. Together. Yeah. While you do this, you melt the wax. We have a couple different ways, I guess, just wax melters. Yeah. We're still, <laughs> we're still figuring out the best way for yeah. that. Yeah. And it's hard. It feels like everyone started a candle business, so there's not really any. <laughs> There's not really many wax melters out yeah. there. It's a big problem for us. <laughs> all sold out everywhere. Yeah. It's crazy. And some of them go up to like two grand. Yeah. Like it's mad. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah There's yeah. like some proper industrial wax melters out there. Yeah. Um, but we kind of initially started off, like, as we were mentioning before, kind of on the hob. Yeah. And we kind of graduated to like a electric hob with the sort of uh two Arban Marie pots that you would usually I think use for chocolate melting yeah mm -hmm. and now we have a more professional one which is still not that big yeah um but it goes automatically and it doesn't make, uh, melt the wax above a certain temperature there's a temperature setting which we've uh really wanted because if you melt if you melt the wax at a too high a temperature it will split uh. um, and it affects like if we're putting color in it affects the color if you're putting yeah. scent in it affects the scent yeah. um and it can affect like the outcome of the candle because often we get like frosting on the actual candle itself yeah um, and that is something that we found is a very strange variable because yeah. even if we think we've done it perfectly we get frosting so yeah. i think it's just kind of one of those outcomes of using wax yeah. um, and we use soy wax um so it's all vegan that, that that does happen to soy wax but we have found that if you do take a lot of care about what temperature you pour the wax it's just the more smooth it comes out mm -hmm. um so that's what we do next you just pour the wax in and then you wait depending on the size of the candle like we make many ones that are mm -hmm. just five centimeters we can take those out after two hours but the bigger ones we need to wait six to eight hours for them to harden enough yeah God, um, how long did it take you to make that first batch with just two molds? Uh, we did a lot of batches. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I can't even remember now. No, me neither. I think, well, the first one we did, we 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 got our molds ready and then we said we would do the first drop two weeks later. But then the two weeks later, it was when it was uh, all the Black Lives Matter protests and we thought it would be a little, like, insensitive to then suddenly be like and here's our new product so we waited a little longer so I think it took us three weeks yeah, to make yeah. those two and we were doing like because obviously in the nature of making candles and we only have a certain amount of equipment you kind of have to like stagger each session so we would make like, candles in the morning candles yeah. in like the mid-morning candles in the afternoon candles in the evening yeah. so the least amount of molds that you have the more kind of sessions you need to do in order yeah. to like like maximize your day but obviously now we have more mold we can just do like two sessions a day which is yeah nicer. A, a lot yeah nicer yeah <laughs> constantly candles candles yeah. candles <laughs> and so 
you guys recently brought out um, two new body types as well. And because they are larger, they, they use more wax. So not only do they burn longer, but they also obviously cost you guys more to make. And you did something really interesting, which I think so so many brands should do but don't, which is you asked your customers about what they wanted to do with, with pricing between the different sizes. Can you talk a bit about that? Yeah, so... It was kind of something that originally we were, yeah, kind of going along the mind track of, yeah, more wax, more time, more kind of resources, so therefore more expensive. But we kind of thought, like, like I was speaking to, like, from some friends about it and we kind of came to the realisation that maybe that isn't kind of what our values are as a brand. And I feel like these are the kind of decisions that sort of, yeah, like you say, set you off on, like, your path of, who you are and what you want to be so yeah we kind of just got together and we were like maybe we should like think about it and maybe we should actually ask our customer base because yeah it's kind of a big decision because we wanted to be able to like you say like still be able to make them like affordable and make them kind of equal but also we still need to be able to like pay ourselves and like make a kind of income from it ourselves and, like, and be able to make more candles you know we, yeah yeah it works yeah exactly and... so yeah we kind of just thought the best way would be because we've used our like customers and our community so much throughout the entire process and like we honestly like couldn't have done it all without them so and we listen to their feedback I think a lot yeah in general and why would we stop here and uh it was only a natural we we didn't really know ourselves what to do so yeah it was good to ask the opinion and there was an overwhelming majority that said make them uh, equal priced and have the other ones go up a little but these ones go down a little and that's what we've done yeah and I think because of that like we are super new to this like we've said so getting feedback like this is super important because yeah at the end of the day we are just two girls trying to like figure it out so yeah yeah the kind of feedback we can get from anyone the better and it was so, so, so nice, like, the amount of support and reactions we had. Even if people voted for having them different prices, yeah. they would message us super lovely things yeah. and just be like, thank you so much for asking. Like, yeah. So it was, it ended up being a super big learning curve. And, and a really positive, I guess, experience and yeah. something that we're just going to keep doing. Um, yeah. And, exactly, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I guess the idea behind it is that, you know, to, to you know, for those bigger body types, you shouldn't have to pay more to have that representation. Exactly. You know, exactly. it would be a bit frustrating if you were like, oh, finally, there's something that represents me. And then you click on it. And yet again, the skinny girl is, you know, cheaper or yeah. I would feel probably upset about that if that was me so I think that this is definitely the right choice definitely and I think like we had a lot of comments about obviously like affordability and things like that and that's mm. always something like at the forefront of our minds because like you say if we would only really make decisions about things that we would do like as, yeah. as customers and as people so yeah. we were, like, and which is why we always wanted to have like the wonky candles or like the minis for example or any other kind of like different like touch price points so that mm -hmm they'll have that kind of accessibility to there's different. something for everyone yeah there's something for everyone yeah yeah 
really awesome. And like you guys said, like you have only been doing this since the start of lockdown. Yeah. And like I look today, I think you've got like 12.7 thousand followers on Instagram. Yeah. It's been pretty incredible how quickly you've gotten this yeah. this um substantial following behind you. Were you expecting that? Definitely not. Not at all. And we're still not expecting it. <laughs> it's really crazy. And the, the imposter syndrome is very real because we, you know, we now have a studio, but we were just doing it in our pajamas in the in the kitchen, you know. And it's it's just really crazy because we've not. What happens is that other people just kind of pick up on our instagram and repost is on theirs and that's the only way we've gained a following yeah exactly just because everyone else is being so supportive mm -hmm. and really on board i guess with our message and exactly. that's crazy and like the community that we seem to have joined um kind of as a part as a process of this is amazing and yeah it's super interesting to like see like a and be part of a different kind of community on instagram and i think genuinely yeah without their support and without them kind of posting and sharing with others yeah we wouldn't be where we were no it's really crazy we i don't know if we should say this but last summer i woke up one day and looked at our message request and it was miley cyrus in our inbox <gasps> yeah exactly and we were like what and that was quite early this? on like, that we was in only, august that was yeah, two months in. and we didn't have like we kind of got up past the 10k mark like only recently so yeah. we were probably quite still quite small then and yeah yeah sam messaged me and was like Ruth, is this a prank and yeah. i was just like oh my Holy god shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to like Instagram search for Miley Cyrus and it was real and it was really crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that's insane. Yeah. Was it so, just like a like you don't have to tell me if you don't want to? Was it just like a positive message of love your work or something like that? Yeah, and she wanted to buy some candles and then after an initial chat back and forth, we probably got lost in her inbox. Yeah. yeah. So that never actually happened. Um yeah, but it yeah we don't know we don't, we don't know. know but it was really crazy yeah yeah that's 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 pretty darn incredible yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So these kind of things that happen and then other people that just repost us in their story if they have a big following that's just how it's been going yeah. I don't know. I feel like I saw you before this, but when I started following you was you guys did a, a giveaway and it was like, a, you know, you've got a message, a couple of people, this post and my sister messaged you to me. And I saw it. I was like, oh, I've seen these guys. Yeah, <laughs> nice. yeah, yeah. The giveaways have definitely been super yeah, useful. Yeah, the giveaways like, do it. Building up our kind of like follower base. Um, and it's also just super nice to like do a giveaway. Uh, we did it. We did one like a month or so ago and the two women that won it they just it was super like humbling like yeah. they just messaged us saying that we really like brightened up their kind of year um and they were both kind of going through hard moments in their lives and winning our giveaway really like gave them a glimmer of hope and just getting messages like that was just crazy yeah. and so inspiring so yeah really nice to be able to do that yeah yeah, and you guys did, uh, you did a drop just the other day, but the one just before that when you brought out your two new body types and the minis as well, I went to go buy a set of minis and the ones that I want were sold out by the time I woke up in the morning, obviously time difference, but like yeah. it sold out yeah. so quickly. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like 
our drops are quite we don't really have a rhyme or reason when we do them it's yeah. kind of like we make our we kind of decide like our own schedule and like what's realistic to us which is really obviously the perks of being your own boss yeah um so yeah when we've done drops it's just been super crazy yeah the the speed at which people get their candles <laughs> yeah yeah, every time we sit there and we see like the orders, we're just like, oh, I can't believe people actually want our candles. That like, it's bad, mad. Yeah, right? Yeah. That bad. So it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy because you go from like your little like studio making them to like them being shipped to all over the world. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you know how many countries you've been to or what was the country that you sort of went, I can't believe we've sold a candle to here? Uh, Taiwan. Taiwan, yeah. I think Taiwan was a crazy one. Japan is pretty crazy too. We have sold a lot of candles to Australia, but it feels a little bit more familiar somehow. Yeah. So Taiwan was like yeah. a really crazy one. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, just we obviously we use Etsy as our platform and we get therefore quite a lot of like American yeah. buying yeah. our products, which is crazy. And that was when we first kind of started selling our candles, we just kind of yeah, we didn't I guess really have a conversation about sending worldwide we just kind of assumed that we do it yeah, yeah. but then we were kind of faced with the problems of oh how do we send a candle made of wax which is like the most delicate yeah material. yeah good I hadn't thought of that yeah, yeah we that, we didn't either and yeah. that was the problem. <laughs> yeah exactly so that was definitely a steep learning curve about yeah. how we safely send these items around the world while staying also environmentally friendly because we don't yes. want to use plastic yeah so it was a bit of a challenge and uh but it was i think um pretty quickly resolved yeah. i think we've got a pretty good system yeah now that works exactly yeah but it was really interesting yeah. to... we didn't even think of that part of the job until it hit us and we were like oh because okay. then the seasonal differences come also into play again where in certain parts of america it was really really warm and yeah here and then you don't really know if it's going to melt within the package yeah. you know there's all that and kind how of stuff. it's being handled like because obviously your postal service in the UK might be super different to our postal yeah. service across the world so you're really putting your your product in someone else's hands yeah. god there's so much stuff you don't even think about I had it yeah I was I was really impressed when I saw that you guys did ship overseas because I a lot of small businesses, fair enough, do only ship fair within enough. their country. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I know um, I definitely intend to buy some. So do my sister. And we're like, we're going to buy them together so we can no. share our postage. Yeah. Um, that we don't live in the same city. So whichever one of us gets it then has to give <laughs> the other person theirs at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah postage has been something that we've kind of struggled with yeah. because a lot of international postage is super expensive and yeah. obviously we put that on our etsy and it puts a lot of people off and we've got a lot of comments about how it's too expensive but we honestly just are making it the price that it is yeah and we, yeah we just want to we obviously want to have them tracked which makes it more expensive and like yeah. all of these different variables so we're yeah, just genuinely like trying to send them the best way that we can yeah and I mean you guys are a small business you've got to keep yourself afloat you can't yeah. you know as di as difficult as it is you want to be able to lower the price for people you guys have got to keep yourself going yeah exactly. we don't know how people do overseas free shipping like when you buy something from America and it's free shipping like that sounds impossible to us yeah because we're just getting quotes at the post office that are already quite insane and yeah. we could never give like send a free yeah shipping. yeah 
it's quite yeah it's a weird one yeah it's interesting <laughs> yeah you don't so, know when you're a creative person that you're going to be having to deal with <laughs> postage you know yeah, it's yeah. not any of our definitely the bane of our lives yes <laughs> yeah, it's have you gotten to know the person at the post office really well like hi it's me again here's all the candles at yeah. first they really liked us a lot and now definitely the attitudes changed a little bit. <laughs> especially because of like like lockdown and covid like the post office is already super overworked and like now we're coming up to christmas it's going to be even crazier so yeah yeah, that's something we're definitely trying to kind of prepare for and yeah now we are trying to um just have our packages picked up when we have a substantial amount of orders Mm -hmm. so that we don't have to go to the post office and we can just get them picked up which has worked a lot better yeah yeah. Exactly. So, do you guys have favorites yourselves of the different colors or different styles or of candles that you have? Um, I'd say, I mean, <laughs> something I've figured out that over this process is that I love the color green, and yeah. that's because Sam's like, Ruth, you always pick the color green. And she's she like, This is my favorite of this batch, and it's like, It's green, green. again. <laughs> green. She and didn't know this. Yeah, it's her, like so. a subconscious thing. So, for me, I love any of the green ones. Um, and recently, Sam has definitely got like the steadier hand. So she's kind of up until this point done the ones, the hand painted ones, which is yeah. gorgeous. Um, and I love the, doing that. Yeah, yeah. And then the last batch, I did like some hand painted ones and I did some apples on them. So I'd say like mm-hmm. that would be one of my favorite. Yeah. yeah. And we do that the must marble. be time consuming doing the hand painting ones. Very time consuming, yeah. Why we make them a little bit more expensive because, yeah, yeah. You, you have to coat them and like, them and yeah that obviously takes more time but it's also nice because you know we are both creative people and making candles at the end of the day apart from choosing different colors it's not that creative so we decided like we wanted to be fun for ourselves yeah and absolutely so we figured like I really like painting so I just paint the candles um which is really fun it takes a while but it's a fun process yeah so Sam do you have a favorite one um, I think I like the one with the flower pattern I do, or the stars are really nice to do. Um, but I don't know if I would actually be able to pick a favorite. I really love glitter too, and we do some glittery ones. Yeah. That's what I would maybe buy if I was the customer. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to choose. Yeah. It's like, it's like choosing their favorite child. Like. <laughs> but yeah. now also, since we've started doing the minis and we do sets, I really love like looking at, like coming up with the color schemes that we do like I really love the Heather one that we that's the one I wanted to get and it sells out immediately the most popular one again once again it's just sold out immediately overnight and it I think that's my favorite one from that yeah I was thinking because obviously like I want to get some I've been thinking about what colors I want to get and I thought about the um you have the ones that are like the metallic colors and I was like they kind of look like beautiful limbless Oscars yeah i'm like oh that makes me want to get the gold ones (laughs) they are really great i think they look really special yeah they do they they definitely make a statement when they're like sat on the shelf yeah yeah they're not as much candle no yeah they definitely feel more like statues yeah kind of yeah yeah those ones are really my favorite too yeah yeah do people tell you that they're too beautiful to burn Yes. Yeah, all the time. Definitely. Do you worry you won't get return customers because everyone's just leaving them on the shelf instead of melting them? 
we've never really i don't know i've never really seen that as a bad thing like no i think we get repeat customers anyway we have a quite a loyal group of like fans i guess you'd call that yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. who have definitely returned now that we have new figures but also just the same ones in different colors um yeah i don't know it's not really been a problem so far no no and i think yeah it's like totally up to you whether you want to use it to burn or you want to use it to have especially the newer figures i would want to say that they are really nice as really candles because the first two figures they just go down really fast and it's more like a spectacle show which i definitely think people should do because it's yeah, really it is special. beautiful when they yeah. burn like because of the wick going through the center it kind of burns down into like this corset which is and also it's just a celebration because people ask like is it like do you feel like it's almost a bit wrong to burn a body which is valid and something we have thought but it's actually just one big celebration i'd say of the female form or yeah. how you want to call it and uh but the newer ones they burn for a lot longer yeah and you can definitely use them as a candle. Yeah, exactly. And people do. Yeah. yeah. Not as but I know my sister was saying she wanted to buy one to burn and the other yeah. to keep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We get that a lot. And I think because we obviously have our wonky ones as well, people buy mm. that because it's cheaper to kind of burn and then they'll have their like nice nice ones. Nice ones to yeah. sort of sit there. Yeah. Which is really nice. Yeah, it's really cool. And so where do you want to go with Trippy Tuesday? Like, what's what's next with this? I know it's still so brand new, but... Yeah, for sure. Like, I think we've always kind of taken it, like, slowly and sort of humbly because we don't want to kind of just turn into this big, like, machine. Yeah. Um, melt candles. So we've... And like we said, Sam mentioned earlier, we want to give, like, each body type, like, its chance to shine. Mm-hmm. So we don't like keep bringing out different candle forms um too quickly um and I don't know like we kind of are taking it every day as it comes yeah we're we're thinking I think to definitely keep going on expanding the range of bodies but we're also wanting to expand on what we're actually doing like we said we've never thought to be candle makers and it's great and we want to keep doing it but we also want to see what else we can do we're just working on trying to see if we can make the mini ones in a more permanent form for example mm. and um maybe make some kind of lights out of it eventually so i think we're just gonna see how we feel yeah like we like we said before like we want to be able to like take on different projects if we can mm-hmm. so yeah it's just a matter of when and time i guess yeah and what we feel like doing in the moment like when we started the candles maybe there will be something else that we find interesting that we see that we want to take on mm-hmm. and maybe we'll go back to embroidery at some point yeah. like yeah i think yeah there's no set plan yeah yeah and you guys said you unfortunately both lost your jobs because of the pandemic do you think when everything goes back to normal you'll go go back to that kind of work and but keep doing this on the side or are you just going to go full into this and make this your full-time work do you reckon well, I currently, I got another job, ironically, at the beginning, kind of mid to the beginning of lockdown. So currently, this is sort of my part-time job doing the candles. And yeah. I have another job at the same time. So for me, it's part-time. But who knows, like, in the future. It Depends can, on how things go, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it boils down to, like, time and money and obviously all those kind of factors. But However long we stay relevant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> to be like 
something that kind of funds both of us yeah. like, permanently, you know. Um, but yeah, we're not really sure. No, it really <laughs> depends. Yeah. yeah. I was working in film before I started doing this, and it's obviously going to, you know, it started again, but it's not yeah. an industry I would currently feel very comfortable in. Um, so yeah, I think I'm going to stay doing it definitely for a while, but we'll see how things yeah. go yeah, and where yeah, exactly. we take things. Yeah. yeah. It's all quite, because it's just such a new thing, we have no idea what to expect. Yeah, exactly. So we can't really plan much for yeah. a future. <laughs> now, we are getting towards the end here, and I always like to ask a random question towards the end of the podcast, and it's different for each time. Um, and I thought this one was appropriate because you guys are in England. Um, so it's a two-parter, this one. Okay. Uh, how did you feel? when One Direction broke up, and what do you think of their solo careers? Oh, my goodness, that's so funny you asked that. <laughs> I guess it's really funny. Me and my friends used to be quite big One Direction fans. <laughs> yeah, it used to be, right? That was the best of Harry Styles. That's not just a little bit, but who who is not, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, we used to be quite into it because we thought it was really fun. Um, even though I didn't grow up in England, I was living in the Netherlands at the time. Uh, we even went to see them in Cardiff one time. That was really fun. <laughs> but when they, broke up, when they broke up, they weren't saying that they were actually going to break up. And at that time, we definitely lost, you know, the interest a little bit already. Mm. Um, I do play the Harry Styles' new album, don't I? I yeah, just yeah. recently started it doing really that. Like, it I, is really good. It is really good. I didn't know it was yeah. him and then he said it was and I was impressed. That's the first time I actually played it. That yeah. was like two weeks ago. Uh, the other ones, I have kind of no idea what they're doing. Yeah, me personally, I'm not really a big like boy band fan, so yeah. I could take it or leave we it. We just thought it. at the time, if you know, men are allowed to be really emotional about football, then why aren't we allowed to be like really into this? You know, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was I was one of those girls and I'm still probably like this sometimes that like if there was a thing that everyone was going crazy for, I thought it was cool to not like that thing. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like my very good friend, my best friend Kira was obsessed and still is obsessed with One Direction. I was just like, that's so lame. Yeah, um, yeah. Now I love Harry Styles. Everyone's um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could only name Harry and Niall. I don't know what the other ones' names are, but yeah. I I know all the words to all their songs, but like, (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was really fun at the time. I still think it's fun. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Why not? I mean, if you're at a party and you put on What Makes You Beautiful, I guarantee you everyone is going to know all the words. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. It's kind of one of those, like, yeah kind of our generation yeah kind of classic yeah yeah cool cool, classic sure (laughs) and my final question for you guys is one that I ask everyone that comes on the podcast the show is called loud and seemingly confident because that's how I once described myself do you guys consider yourself confident in what way (laughs) in whatever way however you interpret that I think so at this point. Yeah, I think we are. And, like, part of doing our business is probably teaching us both to be more confident, you know, yeah. like with ourselves and with our decisions and with just the general, like, wider life. Yeah. Um, 
I think it's definitely already grown since we started this business, but also just as you get older, I think, I think mm -hmm. we would be confidently stay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> we are. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you girls so much for coming on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure having you here. It's been really fun. Yeah. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah. <laughs> And thank you everyone for listening. Please subscribe and leave a review. Help this get seen by more people. You can follow me on Instagram at Chelsea J Heaney, or you can follow the podcast at Loud and Seemingly Confident, both on Instagram and Facebook. Ruth and Sam, where can people find out more about you and Trippy Tuesday? Um, so our Instagram, really, that's like the main place, which yeah. is at Trippy Day. Um, and yeah, everything we do is pretty much through there. And yeah. You can get to our Etsy from there. Yeah. Beautiful. Awesome. Well, again, thank you guys so much for coming on here. And everyone else, we'll see you next week. Bye.